0: From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Wednesday, March 24th. I'm Sarah Wright. A detailed proposal for building a psychiatric health facility in a rural part of the county was filed under public expression on the agenda for yesterday's Board of Supervisors meeting, though the item came up Monday during Measure B discussions. The clerk of the board explained how people can call in to the virtual meetings in real time and offer their own public comment. We do require registration for different items, but we keep registration open um, so you're able to register up until that item. And we generally can get the invite sent right back to you and get you on the line in time, but we do require registration. The Board of Supervisors also gave the nod to a small pilot hemp program yesterday. And about 40% of the people in the county have gotten at least one shot of a vaccine. Public Health Officer Dr. Andy Corrin and Deputy CEO Darcy Antle gave details about upcoming availability. Our vaccine supply has been a little bit better and hopefully will be stable for the next two to three weeks. Uh, however, uh, not enough to give uh, first doses uh, for this week and next. Uh, we do have available Pfizer and Moderna and the new Janssen uh, one-dose vaccine. Thursday will be 650 second dose Moderna at the fairgrounds. Our partner, the City of Ukiah, will be providing 425 second dose Pfizer's on Friday at the conference center. We do have a team. We're calling it a target task team for vaccines that will be going out on Wednesday to find um, those that are unhoused and provide a dose of the Johnson & Johnson. And I'd also report that on Friday we will have uh, testing in Coglo. On Monday, the board asked staff to come back with two proposals for a psychiatric health facility, one called the ranch concept for a rural puff and the other for Whitmore Lane. Earlier this month, Deputy Public Health Officer Dr. Mimi Dewan sent the board a 12-page outline of the ranch concept, proposing to use $30 million of Measure B funds to purchase an as-yet-unidentified property, construct the puff, and operate it for two years. The current Measure B fund balance is just under $23 million. Yesterday, the board authorized over $320,000 of Measure B money to remodel the training center, purchase a gun locker, and reimburse the sheriff's office for a law enforcement training. Ongoing sources of funding for the Puff, according to the ranch proposal, are possible from philanthropy and the state of California through a $750 million allocation in the new budget. The document states that it is recommended that the county own the property and any buildings for a puff, partly to ensure that local people have priority. The proposal leans heavily on a concept called the Lean Startup and provides a link to an article in the Harvard Business Review, which describes this as an approach that, quote, favors experimentation over elaborate planning, and declares that a business plan is essentially a research exercise written in isolation at a desk before an entrepreneur has even begun to build a product. The assumption is that it's possible to figure out most of the unknowns of a business in advance before you raise money and actually execute the idea. End quote. The lack of a strategic plan has plagued the Measure B committee for years. After quoting from the article, which is geared toward technology startups and small businesses, the proposal goes into a wealth of detail, including staffing ratios and the qualifications of the dietitian. Social services, rehabilitation, and pharmaceutical services, including a pharmacist who would make regular reports, could be provided in kind by the hospital, funded by cost savings. Security could be provided in kind by the sheriff's department, also funded by cost savings. Adventist Health did not respond to requests for more information about its involvement in drafting the document, but Sheriff Matt Kendall said he was never consulted about the proposal. He added that deputies are too valuable to provide security to a facility. And an update on the pilot program for growing hemp was met with enthusiasm by supervisors and much of the public, though the Covalo Cannabis Advocacy Group and the Round Valley Municipal Advisory Council oppose it. There's a mandatory meeting for applicants today, and applications are due by the end of the week. But Elizabeth Garcia with the Ag Department said there are no applicants at this time for the program, which will allow five hemp farmers to grow up to 10 acres of the plant for two years. Supervisor Glenn McCordy invoked the previous day's presentation on economic development and upcoming changes to the cannabis cultivation ordinance. industrial hemp industry, as I understand it, in Mendocino County, would be pretty much involved with CBDs, not fiber. Uh, so it's going to be a high-value crop headed for a channel of value-added we do have processors here who are doing oil extractions would be set up to do this, as I understand it, and there's interest because of that. In many respects, this is sort of a, a way to take a look at phase three cannabis growing because they're the same plant botanically, the, the differences in their chemistry. So a uh, sun-grown kind of larger scale hemp gives you an idea of what a larger scale cannabis would look like, and it gives us a chance to work with it. Ron Edwards, a nursery owner in Willets, welcomed the program. This is an excellent program and opportunity, uh, particularly in education. I think we need to unwrap our head around that it's a cannabis plant with the same history. In fact, Mitch McConnell spearheaded making hemp legal. It has legal banking and, as Supervisor McGordy said, even crop insurance. Um, there are just so many more areas that simplify this crop for the farmer. The program is not without bureaucratic requirements. Applicants will have to register with the CDFA, pay a $900 registration fee, and provide specifics about water sources and pest and pollen management plans. Hemp cannot be grown on the same legal parcel as cannabis, and applicants will receive scores based on how they meet various criteria, including distance from permitted cannabis operations. Selected applicants will be notified on April 5th. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcast wherever you get your podcasts.